Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, themfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your host, Brad Gephardt from the Big MX Radio podcast. I just wanted to uh, start off the uh, podcast by letting you know that uh, I want to apologize for the lack of podcasts coming out. I know I've gotten a ton of emails, uh, direct messages, people get in the comments, uh, whether it's Jonesy or uh, Garrett or any of the uh, regular listeners that are always getting at me on uh, social media. I appreciate your inquiries. Uh, I know it's been a bit frustrating with the uh, the lack of pods over the last few months since September roughly. Haven't been able to consistently get stuff out. That's on me, uh, but uh, the main reason of it is because uh, I've been uh, hard at Hard at it with school stuff, uh, big time every single day. Um, basically, like I'm, I'm taking a break from it right now just to record this so I can post this out for Zane Merritt, who gave me the opportunity to have the exclusive uh, interview with him uh, for his uh, his announcement that you'll hear about here on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I just want to talk to you guys for a second uh, before uh, this thing rolls over. Uh, first of all, a um, little bit uh, disappointed in uh, the audio for this particular podcast uh, with the new uh, update for the uh, the MacBook Pro. Uh, I was wasn't able to get the audio recorded the way I wanted to, so uh, I appreciate if you guys uh, kind of stick with me a little bit here. Bear with me with the audio quality not being uh, nearly how it normally is, or even uh, close to how I expect it to be. But uh, anyway, um, this is uh, a, a special podcast. Uh, Zane kind of uh, outlines his plans for 2020 coming up here, and I hope you guys listen. Uh, thank everyone for continuing to listen and sticking with me through this, and uh, I hope that you guys have an awesome uh, weekend, of course, this being Saturday, and uh, we'll chat again soon. You have yourselves a great rest of your day, guys. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to MedterraCBD.com right now and enter discount code BIGMXRADIO15 to save 15% off every single one of your orders. You can also go to LapKingRacing.com and use fun to go faster with the LapKingRacing.com um, GPS system. Transmitter is amazing. It uh, tracks any la- any track that you can come up with anywhere, anytime. Log it in, edit the track, and go log your lap times. Drop your lap times with LapKingRacing.com and BigMX Radio 15 saves you 15% every time. Er, BigMX 15 saves you 15% every time you check out. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, it's his second time on the podcast. He's a great guest, and he's got some exciting news for us. Uh, he's the uh, uh, entertaining, he's the honest, he's the extremely fast on two wheels. Zane Merritt, how's it going? Yeah, what's up, man? Just uh, got home from a long day of riding and training, and um, you saw my post on Instagram, so I feel like I should, uh, I mean... I really uh, spill the beans yet. I mean, we're going to wait until I make the post, but you'll yeah. be the first podcast, and you'll be the first one to actually hear the news of the people that are at uh, my training at Quick Motor Ranch. Absolutely. Well, getting the exclusive on this a little bit, wanted to give you the opportunity to basically get this recorded so that uh, on the uh, on the moment's notice, when uh, you kind of post this out, that you've got some exciting news, then uh, people will be listening to this shortly thereafter. Hopefully they can get the, the full scoop. So uh, assume, like, uh, we're going to record this as if you've now uh, 
they release the news uh, whenever you, it is you decide that you're going to put that out there. Uh, so let's let's talk about 2020 Supercross, man. I know last time we talked, uh, outdoors was sort of winding down. Uh, you had some 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 goals that you wanted to get to before the outdoors was complete, and then uh, you had your sights set on 2020 Supercross. That's even closer in the, uh, uh, on the on the horizon right now than it was uh, a few months ago. Uh, what's new and exciting with you, and uh, what kind of news do you have for us rolling into the 2020 Supercross season? Yeah, so uh, we um, down at Quick Motor Ranch, where I've been training with Zach Mashburn and Kyle Regal, and my personal trainer Kelly. We've just been hitting it really hard um, lately. We've been hitting it really hard. Uh, we're doing a little off-season training right now, and then I'll back it down a little bit in December. That way, I can um, manage the pace and I not burn my body out or anything. And um, so, right now, we're doing a lot of like uh, sprints and endurance stuff. And then um, in the gym, we're doing a lot of uh, heavy weights and bodybuilding and stuff like that. That way, I have time to um, get stronger and be able to handle the body because supercross is, is a whole other animal than outdoors. Outdoors, I was able to, um, you know, sometimes let the bike do its thing. If it was to get out from under me, it was able to still do its thing. And uh, Supercross is just a huge learning experience already. And um, so, yeah, so the big news is, is um, I won't be riding with TPJ this coming Supercross season. Big change for I it. Have, uh, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. It's a big change. Ted Parks is awesome. He did me so awesome. He... Uh, he did so much for me this year, and it was my rookie year too. So it was he helped me get the ropes and learn everything. It was just a, like by far, I don't think that I could have done a better rookie year in outdoors if it wasn't for his help as well and my trainers as well. And I'm looking forward to um, signing. I signed a contract with Team All South. It's a private tier team down from um, Georgia, is where the Atlanta, Georgia is where they're from. They're based out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia as well, and also Tampa, Florida. But Van Martin contacted me, and so I was able to get into get into a group text, and we've been going back and forth, negotiating, doing some side business and talking and, you know, trying to figure everything out. And so I finally came down and signed a contract uh, in Houston is where they're at right now. And I will be writing for them for the 2020 Supercross season. I don't have plans just quite yet for outdoors. Um, who knows? I could be with TBJ. I could be with Team All South. Or, you know, the way I want it to go is I'm definitely going to surprise some people. I've been um, working really hard this coming Supercross season. And I have really high expectations. So the plan as of right now is I'll be riding with Team All South on a KTM 250 from TJ Cycles, uh, a lot of my sponsors are going to continue working with me. I've been reaching out and uh, reaching out and contacting everybody, seeing who wants to continue working with me, who wants to stay in the program, uh, who can help me out a little bit more, stuff like that, just so I can go racing. Um, Team All South is going to help me a lot. It's just uh, the size that also come with it. There's a lot to come with racing, so... Well, there you go, man. Looks like you're getting your uh, your eyes dotted, T's crossed, and, and everything uh, in between. Um, the the TPJ program, fantastic program. I've had uh, Ted on the show before. He is uh, a, a special individual, um, and, and he, he operates an amazing program. The the program is designed to give privateers and professionals uh, the ability to uh, get their feet wet, learn 
part part of the business of motocross, uh, get some experience, and eventually move on to bigger and better things, uh, like whether it be a, uh, a factory superstar spot like Weston Pike was able to get to, or uh, um, basically the entire uh, HEP Suzuki uh, team that basically uh, had Dustin Pipes on it for the longest, or it was managed by Dustin Pipes, as well as uh, he was one of the riders uh, for a fair bit, as well as uh, they had a host of riders, including uh, Adam Entiknap and Alex Ray, who have also been, uh, also been part of the TPJ program in the past. Um, and, and it's a great step stone it's a great way to go racing and uh it, it is expensive with uh the way the the bikes are uh hauled around and, and whatnot and uh there's but of course there is a fee that comes with that but i think what you also get out of uh, ted is just that uh, that mentorship and that's what's allowed you to uh, uh kind of flourish and, and just focus on racing so that when you show up on weekends that's all you have to worry about and uh and now uh with that knowledge moving forward with some uh uh, some experience in professional racing. Now on to Supercross, where uh, I think you're going to do well, man. Um, like you're a calculated guy. You uh, you work really hard at it. And um, like when it comes to to bike setup, I know you've got some great people in your corner to uh, to get you in the right position to uh, make something special happen on weekends. Yeah. So right now, um, TJ Speckles is helping out with bikes. Uh, we're on the kitchen. Like I said, we're on the uh, Dan Shearer from Fiat and Derek from HP Racing, they both um, are working together, getting the dynos right, making sure the motor's strong and fast. I'm really looking forward to the motor. We're going to be doing a lot of testing in the month of December. Uh, mainly the month of December, I'll just be testing a lot to try to make sure we're ready. I'm comfortable with the bike. Right now, I'm comfortable because I know there's still a lot of potential left in me. Like, uh, even today, I knocked off two seconds today just by a couple of suspension changes from REP. I just got back my brand new suspension. So, you know, we were able to knock off a couple of seconds on the whoops and jump through jumps, drop the front end, stuff like that. Stuff that I've never learned um, because I've never rode Supercross at this level. So I'm really looking forward to my rookie year. I know that it's going to be a hard year for sure. And I'm going to learn a lot. And there's one thing that I really want to do out of this is, like, just like outdoors, I just want to make a label for myself like I did for outdoors. Outdoors, a lot of people knew who I was. Um, They remember me, you know, like like you. You gave me the opportunity to be on the podcast, which was huge. I did, like, four more podcasts that year. Everything that happened because of outdoors, TPJ, spreading my name, uh, marketing myself the right way, all that stuff was wonderful. So I'm looking forward to doing the exact same thing for Supercross. Well, there you go, and we'll definitely be uh, uh, hot in tow to uh, to chronalize uh, the, the season that's going to be. Um, but obviously, like you've got some goals rolling into the season. You want to make something special happen on Saturdays, uh, and that all happens uh, with. with making good preparation throughout the week. Uh, you'd mentioned uh, jumping, like pushing through the jumps. That's a, a technique that you see a lot of guys do. Um, it's uh, uh, for a lot of, for your weekend warriors, it's pretty uh, a scary technique where you're literally pushing the front of the motorcycle through the jump and almost kind of getting yourself to like almost nosedive through things um, w- 
while still having a lot of control of, of the motorcycle. Uh, how do you practice stuff like that? I know you've been uh, uh, testing out just about how, how far you can go on some of those rhythm sections, um, which is a scary idea in and of itself because I know a lot of you guys will literally just like jump to the jump to flat next to where the landing is to see if whether or not you're going far enough, which is a ridiculous uh, uh, premise to me, just as a as a, uh, a local B guy. Uh, but what what has been your uh, your the biggest learning curve or the biggest uh, um, uh, adjustment you've had to make moving to Supercross, uh, both training on and off the bike? So, like you said, jumping through, I've jumped ahead moments already <laughs> I mean it's, it's just something I've never done before like you can scrub jumps you can whip up jumps scrubbing like absorbing speed going straight and pushing through jumps jump, uh, dropping the front wheel stuff like that I've never done before and I'll be completely honest it's like the scariest thing that I've ever done in my life and now that I'm doing it consistently I'm being more smooth while I'm doing it I'm trying better we're working harder that's probably that's probably the biggest stepping stone I've done so far during outdoors. And if it if it wasn't for you know the people I have in my corner helping me and trusting in me and telling me I can and continuing to push me to do it, it would probably be a lot harder to get done and be smooth and knock off those seconds of laps and do those motos and everything like that. There's just so much that goes into it. I know <clears throat> my first race, my my pro debut will be Tampa Bay, Florida, and I know from this point to there, well, we, I've only been running for this month, right? Uh, <clears throat> the month of October is the only month I've been running, and it's been on and off of the weather, so I know that in one month, the amount of progress I've learned and have made up, and when we get to February, I want to say like February 15th is when my pro debut is. When we get to February 15th, I won't even have to, um, like, I won't even remember everything that I was struggling with because I know that the people that have been helping me out, they're pushing me to a whole other level, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you should be, and uh, like you, you've been uh, working towards this for a long period of time. Obviously, something that means a lot to you. Um, when it comes to uh, like teammates, obviously, it's not something you can really get into just now. But uh, what, what do you hope to learn from some of the uh, the guys you'll be racing with? You'd mentioned uh, a guy like Van Man, uh, Van Martin, who's been around Supercross for a long period of time. Uh, even just the fact that you, you're kind of in and around a guy like that, a fellow Texan who uh, who knows the ropes. He's been through it all. Like, how, how much, how vital is a guy like that to have um, in your your sort of within your circle for your uh, your Supercross, um, like your your intro to Supercross, so to speak? Um, because it can be very difficult to uh, to go in and up and go around and do that. Yeah. So, like I said, with Van Martin, um, I just started driving with him this week, and. I feel like not just Van, I feel like Van, Ben LeMay, having Kyle Regal there, Zach Mashburn. I feel like having everybody here helping me in, in my corner, um, the best thing that we can do is set the pace like a race. Make When we start training, make the training days as close as we can as a race day. Whatever it takes, get the intensity up, get the heart rate up, um, the same schedule where 
are your like time practices and sprints, and then from that to uh, heat races, and then we work LCQs, we work uh, main events, we just do everything we can to mock. We do everything we can to mock the night, uh, Saturday night, and then with people to make the intensity up as well. Because uh, we, you know we got six or seven riders out here, and they're all just you know we're just trying to learn. That's all we can do is just learn right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. So then, uh, um, aside from uh, learning how, like how to push through jumps, drop that front end. Uh, uh, what else have you learned about Supercross? Uh, setting up the motorcycle a whole lot different uh, in Supercross than it is outdoors. Uh, you know that. I know that. Um, but w- what are some of the the settings and some of the tendencies you have of setting up a motorcycle that you have to maybe change a little bit going to Supercross? Yeah, so I've just been, uh, honestly, kind of listening to everybody and getting everybody's opinion, um, just kind of listening, trying things, not liking it, liking it, working with it, trying, just repeat over and over, repeat, repeat. And I think the listening to everybody's helping me a lot. Um, for outdoors, I didn't really listen to too many people. I kind of did my own thing. I listened to the people that were already in my corner. Because it's a great saying, you know, don't fix what isn't broken. Fair enough. If, you know, so, <clears throat> if, I, I don't know. I just feel like for outdoors, it was a completely different learning experience. I learned a lot in outdoors, but I feel like for Supercross, I'm open to everyone that, you know, can help. I'm open to them because all we're trying to do is just get ready, we're ready to do battle. Yes, sir. Um, so, um, You'd mentioned that like you've you've got this social media following. You've got an infectious personality. Um, how does that come about? Like how how do you become somebody who uh, is, is just like you've you seem to be a natural in these interviews. You know what to say, how to say it, uh, and maybe that's just genuine uh, um, like excitement for the sport, and then honestly a, a very uh, well mannered way of speaking about um, your your sponsors and everything along about that. Where do you pick that up from? Is it something you practice? Is it something you're cognitive of? Or is that just Zane Merritt being Zane Merritt? Um, I mean, I'm pretty confident. I'm not really a, like, a cocky writer. I'm not really a cocky person. I like to be very, very confident. And I just kind of go with the flow um, and be myself, you know, honestly. Because if you're not yourself and you're trying to act like somebody else and you're trying to fake your personality, I mean, what's going to happen whenever you get in a situation where you have to be yourself and how are people going to think and stuff like that. So on social media, you know, you follow me on social media. Quite I a do. few people follow me on social media. And I just kind of, I just have fun and do my own thing. You know, I'm not, I don't have nothing to hide. I don't do nothing bad. I just kind of do my own thing. And I like to show people what I do on a daily basis and as a lifestyle. And some like it and some disagree and some don't like it, but you know, we all have different personalities and we all have different opinions and things I like, other people don't and things I don't do, other people do. So I feel like for me, it's just being myself and, and I don't know, man. I just kind of, like, yeah, that's natural. I'm not a, I'm not one person, so I'm not afraid to talk to nobody and let anybody do anything. Fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, last few questions I have for you before uh, we, we lock down this podcast, and uh, we can reiterate uh, your news. You've got a brand new team, Team All South. 
uh, TPJ, at least for Supercross 2020, is in uh, the rearview mirror. Uh, as far as your support level, you'll be going, uh, you, you'll be joining a, uh, a Florida-based team, if I'm not mistaken, um, and uh, you'll be racing uh, KTM's uh, in Supercross. And uh, based on uh, the date of your what, what venue you're going to be starting at, sounds like uh, your first ra- your first race is going to be a uh, an East round. You're going to race East Coast Supercross. Yes, sir. So we'll be racing East Coast Supercross. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I've been running East Coast Dirt my whole life. I had an option to race West Coast as well. I just don't feel like I would be as um, prepared. Yeah, not really. No, not really prepared. I just don't feel like I would have the best results as I would for a um, Supercross uh, on East Coast. I feel like West Coast. I don't. Me and that dirt don't really get along. When I went to speed choose um, to get my Supercross points the first round, I knocked myself out in Glendale. Second round, I uh, slid out in the whoops, coming into the whoops, because the dirt's just something, you know, super slick. At A2, I slid out real hard, coming into the whoops, and then at, um, I mean, that was A1. At A2, I crashed again, and I didn't knock myself out, but I, you know, hurt my head pretty bad. But then when we came to West Coast, you know, one Colorado, I did really good at Tennessee. I got like fourth at Tennessee or third at Tennessee and then we just do we do better. I'm a better rider. <clears throat> like I told you in outdoors on the last interview we did. I'm a better rider when the dirt is super, super rough, rutted, soft, um a man's track, really. Well there you go. Well, uh, and, and you'll be uh, going to a place like uh, Daytona, which is certainly a man's track, and I expect you to shine there uh, for sure. Um, just in case I'm, I'm not mistaken, um, no national number for you moving into 2020. People will be, uh, uh, they'll know uh, how to find you looking for the, uh, the, two, uh, the 291, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, sir. So um, that is my pro number for now. You're allowed, I'm pretty sure you're allowed to keep your three-digit number for a couple of years, if, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not yeah, right. Yeah, I think as long as you keep, keep registering it. Yeah, as long as you continue to register, I think if, if you miss a year or if, it's, if you miss two years, I think you lose your number. But um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really too sure on that. I'm still learning. I'm still learning so much. Yeah. And I'm going to try to keep 291. I was 102nd in points, so I missed it Ugh. by three positions. Two I missed it by two positions to um, get a career number. And the worst part about it all is one point, and there was a four-way tie for one point. So I could have been, you know, 96, 98, 97, 99, you know. It, it, or if I, did, if, uh, if I didn't get knocked out, or uh, not knocked out, if I didn't get a, um, if I didn't have that owl accident at Millville on the second moto, who knows, I might have been. 70 or 82, so... I was going to say, yeah, like, the, you kind of stumbled down the stretch in, in the outdoors. That, that kind of derailed your, your chances at a national number. You could easily... Like, if you if, if your season continued as successful as you were for the last four rounds, uh, I, we, we're not talking about uh, a three-digit number here. We're talking about what two-digit number you got. Exactly, exactly. So, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, I know the man upstairs, he... Uh, He's going to push me, and he's going to throw stuff at me, and we just got to fight it back, and we're going to do the best we can, and I'm a strong believer in that, and, you know, we're going to, we're not going to give up, we're just, that's one thing I'm not, I don't do is give up, and we're not going to, we're going to keep fighting until 
Fair enough, my friend. Well, I really appreciate you coming on to uh, to chat and and, uh, and fill us all in. Before I let you go, uh, what's the status on the hairdo right now, man? Are you are you still just letting it out grow completely? Have you trimmed it back a touch? Uh, is the mane uh, in in full effect right now? So I know, I know you've probably seen in a couple of people I kind of wanted to. I posted uh, quite a few videos with uh, there's no hair. No curls, nothing on my shoulders, stuff like that. I noticed. Um, my uh, my girlfriend really, really digs the um, the man bun. And okay. And I've never really been too much of a man bun person, but I started kind of catching on and kind of liking it. And then you know, here's this, here's this, and then next thing you know, I've just been rocking the man bun every day, and kind of come natural to me where I like it. Um, it's comfortable. My hair is still growing. I think I got a trim maybe three inches a few weeks ago just to cut the dead end so it's healthy and stuff like that. But uh, I, I don't know if you follow, but I know there's people that do follow my YouTube channel. Yeah, of course. Uh, Zane Merritt 29. I, uh, I've done a couple new vlogs since outdoors. I haven't really been too much on it just because there's so much going on. And I don't have the, um, the time at the moment do it all, but uh, my friend Pierce Knight lost a bet during outdoors, and it was about three, two months later, you know, we had to catch up on the bet because all the racing, he was racing, traveling, I was racing, traveling in my off season, and I went home, did a lot of surfing, hanging out with friends, stuff like that, and uh, hang out with my girlfriend and everything like that, so whenever we finally came back to it, um, shaved his head, <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, he lost a bet, and so I had a, hey, a bet's a bet, man. Yeah, a bet's a bet. If you say a man's bet, you shake your hand, it's a man's bet. So um, he did his part, and I got to shave his head, and I enjoyed every single every single moment of that. That was the best thing that's ever happened on the uh, off a dirt bike. Other than surf, can't get over surfing. Fair enough. Absolutely. No, you are a, uh, a surfing junkie, uh, or if, if you're not uh, also uh, out there on the links uh, trying to drop that uh, those, the strokes on your, your golf game. Uh, and, of course, if you're golfing or any type of sport like that, you're probably doing some friendly wages of your own. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a, a gentleman's bet that you've had to uh, – you haven't uh, come out on the winning end of and you've had to pay, pay up on that? Oh, absolutely. I've lost many bets. Um, lost many bets golfing, during motocross, uh, surfing, trying tricks. You know, every, every, honestly, everything that comes with life, you know, we all, you know, we're just, you know how men are. Men like to make some bets, and we, we just like to try to see who's better and who can do this and who can do that. And the next thing you know, you either you win or lose. It's only two-way street. So, um I definitely lost a few bets, and I've had to, you know, man up, pay the consequences, or do whatever I got to do. What were the consequences? Um, I want to know. I mean, uh, they weren't like bad or nothing. It was kind of like, um, like I don't know. It's kind of like, like one was with my girlfriend, so I had to get, uh, I had to get manicure or manicure pedicure, okay, done, stuff like that. That's fine. Uh, Dressing up, having to wear, you know, clown clothes, or, you know, just really like, I just try to keep it fun. I do, I do fun stuff. Yeah, those are fairly innocent. Um, 
confident I'd win that, so I, you know, I'd put it up in jeopardy. But I've never made another man's bet on my hair other than that bet that I wouldn't score a super, uh, outdoor point. I made that bet, and that's the only bet I'll make. And trust me, at Underground, where I uh, train that quick motor, I mean, um, they all try to get, they all try to make bets for me. Because they want, I don't know what is up, but they want to cut my hair so bad. But, um, no, I like it. I like the. They're all just that's jealous. Good. That's why they want you to cut it. I know, man. They just the, the uh, lion. You can't do it. Oh, speaking of that, I also, if you listen and hear <laughs> me, I have new hats for sale. Um, I saw that. They're thirty five. They're thirty five dollars, and I'll ship them to you. Or if I see you, they're just twenty five. Um, okay. Just uh, that way, it helps out with shipping and stuff like that. I could do really anything: Venmo, PayPal. Uh, I would pay any kind of transfers if anybody's interested in hats. Um, and then what I was going to say earlier is I learned that you were asking what I learned. I learned one thing. And Supercross, you have to have some big kahunas to hit some big whoops. Yes. They are, they are Yes, they are. Absolutely, they are. And, uh, yeah, any, uh, hats off to any of you guys who are, uh, uh, even toying with whoops, even, uh, uh, out there on the, uh, on the West Coast. I know some people go to like, oh, I guess Elsinore Supercross track is no more. Uh, those whoops weren't exactly the, uh, uh, the man beaters that some of the ones you see, uh, at Supercrosses are, but even still, um, not something that I want to tangle with anytime soon. Uh, huge hats off respect to you guys for, for, for doing that and, uh, just, full commitment, full send, if you will, uh, into those sections, uh, hats off to you. Um, is that, has that, that been maybe the, the most difficult transition is, uh, getting into the whoops, being fully confident, because I feel like that's the two things that I notice, uh, new supercross guys, uh, make mistakes with. It's the whoops, obviously, because you need to have full commitment. You need to have suspension that's working properly in there as well as, like you said, um, like uh, driving through the, the the transitions and um, and basically getting the timing down. The the most difficult part about that technique that you just mentioned is having the right amount of speed so that you are um, that you can go, get across every obstacle, but also staying low enough that you're you're actually just, you're not just uh, losing a lot of time by flying through the air. The problem with that is if you're going a little bit too quickly or you scrub a little bit or you push a little bit too much, you end up missing the transition from the 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 landing that you're about to land into and then you basically just go straight into the next face uh and that completely screws you up and you're also doing so with uh, heavy pressure on the front end that's how you uh, end up with a trip to indonesia and uh probably uh, a trip to the uh, hospital as well oh absolutely uh i've been pretty fortunate on whoops so far i've had a few scary moments um but we've been working we've been working pretty hard on whoops oh whoops out here at quick motor ranch they're pretty big we have two sets of whoops. Um, they're they're beefy for sure. Like ever, like it's like the rhythm section. Everybody can jump, everybody can corner. A lot of people can hit whoops, but it's who can hit whoops consistently, fast and smooth is the hardest thing. It's like you know, you'll be, I'll be hitting a rhythm section. I'll go uh, like that video you saw. I don't really do too much. That three, four, four, that huge quad that almost crashed on. Yes, sir. Um, do that. The whoops are right before that section, and so, you know, as soon as you get on the whoops, you hit the center sign, and then you're just breathing, you're like, oh, I can do this section, do this section, come around the corner, whoops, you tighten up, you, uh, there's a lot going on, it's like, 
gotta be smooth. You gotta be precise on getting the front wheel not too not too far off the top, perfect. So it's um definitely takes a lot out on you. Fair enough, my friend. Well, uh, uh, interviews also take a lot on you, man. Uh, almost damn near uh, 40 minutes of chatting. Really appreciate you giving me that time out of your Monday evening. Uh, I know you uh, got to get to uh, some off-season training. You got to get your mind right to hit Supercross coming up, my friend. Uh, and, and just uh, get in the right uh, mindset to uh, um, get those national points, get your first main event. And we'll be here to document all of it. Uh, as the weeks go on, uh, maybe uh, do like a, a bi-weekly thing where we catch up with you a little bit, give people uh, the inside look at uh, how your uh, rookie season in Supercross going, your second year as a professional motocross racer. Zane Merritt here on the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by LapKingRacing.com, as well as Medterra CBD. And, of, of course, can't forget the uh, our good friends over at Sickwick's Candles, which, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Zane, you can also get... A, uh, a Zane Merritt branded candle, which uh, smells about as as, uh, as nice as your hair looks. Yeah, no, you definitely can. Uh, I got a couple of different scents. You can head over to their website, or they. Uh, I worked out a program with them that you can DM me as well if you want to purchase a hat and a candle or something like that. I can you know work out a good deal with that. Um, also, before we leave, I I partnered up with this new TV company called United Extract. Right. Um, it is the best CBD oil and rubs and they make so much different products and it's the best CBD oil um, that I've ever used it is phenomenal it works magic it is awesome I use it every night before I go to sleep every morning before I ride and um, I use it for a couple different things mainly sleeping but also use it for arm pump the rest for arm pump the um, focus so I have a discount code ZANE20 uh, if you want to head over there and check it out, they um, it's all natural. It's you know no THC. It's like I said, it's the best CBD oil I've ever used. And um, so yeah, and, you know I'll let you uh, continue your sponsors. And at the end, I just would like to um, give a little shout out to everybody that is backing me up right now at the moment. Absolutely, uh, uh, run them down for you, man. I know you got a great uh, a list of great sponsors, and that list is always growing. Yeah, so um, you know. Shout out to you for letting me come on the podcast. Of course, awesome, awesome opportunity. Um, I want to give a huge thanks to Team All South, uh, Fly Racing, United Extract, Bell Helmets, Scott Goggles, Faction Fuel Clothing, Bolt Motorcycle Hardware, TJ Cycles, Risk Racing, REP Suspension, Acherbies, Passion Max. Colton is an awesome guy over there. Yes, sir. Uh, Nixon. QMR training facility, the whole training facility, all the kids and everybody, Tal Regal, Zach Mashburn, my motocross trainers, uh, Kelly Smith, my personal trainer, SMS, Sequix, Lap King, Team Construction, and we're open to any sponsor that's wanting to come on board um, financially or product-wise. I do really well in advertising on Instagram and social media. And um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're interested, don't bother to shoot me a call at 817-925-8395 or my email is on my Instagram at zayner929 at yahoo.com. There you go. Hit him up. You got the digits right there in the podcast, my friend. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. You'll definitely be a repeat offender uh, come Supercross season. Maybe we'll, we'll chat with you again uh, as we get closer to that pro debut in Supercross. Uh, you have yourself a great rest of your evening. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. <laughs>